What's up, everyone? Malik here. You guys are tuning in to the Shahada Tribe Radio. I'm so pumped you guys are here today. I got a, I got a, a guest on the show today that, oh man, he's, he's like my brother. Seriously, this guy, um, I met him when I was fairly new to Islam. And, uh, you know, he, he definitely guided me in, in, uh, in the right way. And I'm, I'm just super, super excited that he's here. Um, his name is Imam Herbert. Uh, Imam Herbert, he has been a, uh, well, he's an imam. And subhanAllah, like one of the youngest imams that I ever knew. I think he became an imam when he was about 19 years old. Uh, graduated from Qalam Institute, the first graduating class. Uh, four years, which is uh, basically like an Islamic seminary. And uh, for those of you that don't know what imam is, imam basically just means like the religious leader at maybe like a mosque or something like that. So again, um, super young <laughs> and very excited that he's here. And we, we're going to get into a couple different topics. Um, I'll have to break this episode into two parts because I know it's going to get long. Me and Herbert can talk for, for hours and hours, alhamdulillah. But um, two things we're definitely going to, you know, jump into, inshallah, inshallah, is, you know, really just kind of where, you know, kind of where we met, you know, different things that we see in, in the ummah. But one thing that of particular uh, uh, that really interests me is, you know, as a, as a Muslim who came to Islam, you know, me and my wife were about to have our own our own, you know, building our own family, right? We have our, our baby on the way, alhamdulillah. And trying to figure out, okay, like, how are we going to do it, right? Like, you know, I come from a Christian family. Um, I'm now Muslim. She, you know, has a, you know, her Muslim family. But how do we, you know, maybe deal with something like Christmas or, you know, things like holidays or, you know, things like that, right? Um, Christmas is all about, family, right? And sometimes it can be religious, but sometimes it's about getting people just want to get together for family. And how do we um, deal with that or, you know, address that as a family? And so it definitely interests me to talk to Imam Herbert and pull him on the show because, you know, he comes from a family that his father converted to Islam. Um, what's kind of funny, his name was Mark too, which is, is kind of cool. I'm like, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, you know, but, you know, his name is Mark. And, um, he converted to Islam, and his wife is somebody who is, uh, you know, you know, born in Morocco, you know, kind of from a, a you know, born quote unquote born Muslim family. So, um, you know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna jump into that and see, like, okay, well, what was it like growing up? And so, I'm super excited for this episode, uh, guys. I, I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, without a further ado, um, one of my friends, uh, one of my fam, uh, you know, my friends who turned into into family, which, you know, I would say that he is, is my brother as well, alhamdulillah. So let's jump into it. Imam Herbert, uh, Herbie Derby, Muhammad Herbert. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> 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 alhamdulillah. Dude, so, um, dude, I wanted to, you know, just like I, you know, when I reached out, I was like, dude, you know, um, I think you have a, like a really just cool story about yeah. your family and stuff that I do want to get into, but Dude, when when did we like first meet? Oh, do you wow. know like 
I'm trying to like I was thinking about like when did we first like actually, I actually like meet? No, no, I actually remember very vividly. I remember very uh-huh. vividly because I was this was my first year at MIC. All right, and I was I I literally I just started working there uh, as the imam, um, and it was my first ever Ramadan leading ever, and I remember that like almost every single night, almost every single night, there was this scrawny little kid. Hey, hey, man, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whoa, come on, man. (laughs) That would come in, him and his brother, and they would just come in, they would sit, they would eat, and they would leave, right? And, like, no one would go up to them and, like, say salam or anything like that. And, you know, they just kind of, they didn't seem like that they had any family or friends or anything like that in that area. Um, So, like, I mean, I could relate to that 100% because, like, I wasn't from Texas either. So, like, I go up to him. And it's actually a mutual friend of ours, Ayla. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. My other brother. <laughs> right, right. My, right, right, my right. brother from another mother. Dude, that's, that's, yeah. that's the boy, bro. That's the boy, <laughs> you know. Um, but, like, so, like, I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, salam alaikum. You know, what's your name? He's like, oh, my name's Ayla. This is my brother Hussein. I was like, oh, you know, you guys, welcome to the community, you know, uh, you know, you know. And we just kind of, like, get to know one another, and we start talking and whatnot. We just kick it off. It's great. I mean, little do I know, like, freaking Ayla, it's like, famous everywhere else other than mic bro this dude's like a celebrity at uta bro he walks in and everyone knows him right so like i was definitely wrong about that but like yeah i mean the 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 fact still remains so like went up to him said saddam and whatnot uh he introduced himself introduced his brother you know we, we you know we kick it off we you know we're talking this and that and he's like yeah bro dude i had this friend his name's mark i need to introduce you to him um, you know, he, he has these, uh, uh, he has some questions, this and that. Um, uh, and, um, yeah, I think, you know, y'all, y'all would, you know, be good friends. I was like, bet, let's do it. And I remember you came to MIC and we spoke that night. I believe it was after Aisha standing in the parking lot. We were out there for like 30 minutes. Uh, and we, you know, we, you had some questions, answered your questions. Uh, and then that What same, question? Do you remember any of my questions? I remember... I don't remember. Was that. I wait? Was I Muslim at this time? Do you know? No, you were Muslim for sure. For sure, you were. Okay, Muslim. so I was yeah, Muslim yeah. at this yeah, time. Yeah, you were Muslim okay. at this time. I don't remember all the questions, but I remember the last question. The last question okay. was, "What do you feel, and how do you feel about uh, new Muslim programs?" Uh, and then you like, like that was like our very first conversation. You're like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I've been thinking about some stuff, and you know, I'm, I'm working with this, that, and the other." Uh, and, you know, I'll let you know, I'll keep you in the loop. And then, like, conversation after conversation after conversation after that. And, you know, another chapter of life started, you know, soon after that. But, like, that was, like, the first thing that we spoke about. Like, you had some, like, just generic questions. Uh, I think you had, like, three questions or whatever. It was just, it was yeah, just yeah. generic questions. And then the, the very next thing was, like, like, can I ask you something? I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. He was like, what do you think about, like, new Muslim programs? Because, you know, I just accepted Islam not too long ago. And, you know, and, you know, we were standing right next to Ada and it was like, it was very much like you get the vibe. Like if it wasn't like for this guy, like standing next to me, I don't know where I would kind of like fit in. I don't know, like, you know, where I would call home and this and that. And, you know, a lot yeah, of one, 110%. Like, yeah. I, actually, now that you bring that up, I remember that conversation yeah. clearly, <laughs> yeah, vividly. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm like, all right, vividly. now I remember. Dude, I, dude that and, night is like ingrained in my mind. <laughs> dude, yeah. And I 100% still feel the same way as far as like. Yeah having like meeting Allah yeah. subhanallah like it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like yeah, subhanallah. you know I mean 
dude, let's be for real. Like, not all Muslims are good Muslims, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I mean, yeah, for sure. you get sure. into the wrong crowd, and subhanAllah, like, I got into, you know, with like a brother who was like on the dean, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. plugged me into yeah, a group yeah. of people. Which is, so, which is amazing. And not only that, someone who's also yeah. like connected and like respected in the community and this and that, no like weird vibes or nothing. Because that happens all the time where some people like accept Islam and they kind of start hanging around like different, like, like, strange people like let's be honest it's just kind of what it is like they're kind yeah of yeah and they kind of like just pick up on that because they don't know right like i mean you can't blame them at all um, right they yeah, think everybody's yeah. like that or exactly, like that. this is exactly. this is what islam is no i know that i've met some very interesting people but yeah. alhamdulillah like in in the journey right it's like i had people like Allah or like you know meeting like you yeah. and so it's just like you know you 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 guys helped me navigate a lot of that like weird stuff that maybe someone has. And let's be honest, like our generation of, of Muslims, like Americans, right? I mean, we're, we're born and we're raised here. We have a different mentality a lot of times. And, you know, like we have different struggles and different problems than, you know, the people that we meet who are like, you know, born and raised overseas, right? Absolutely, absolutely. The environment is totally different, right? The expectation is different. Like, how you grow... Like, I can... Like, my mom, for example, right? Like, uh, my mom grew up in Casablanca, right? In in Morocco, right? Um, Now, Casablanca isn't, like, the nicest place in the planet, right? It's like a city, you know, just like any other city. There's definitely, like, you have, like, your rough neighborhoods, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, like my mom grew up in an environment where she could hear the event every single prayer. Remember, that's amazing. Dude, it's incredible. It's incredible. You know, when we used to go there for summer, that's legit the thing that I missed the most. You know, more than like the beautiful views, the beaches, the food, the, the people, this, that, that's all amazing. But like hearing the event, no matter five where times you a are, day. five times a day, like out loud in this. Like it's not it's not just like like someone's phone goes off. No, no, no. Like it's like <laughs> or in the masjid like, yeah, when you're about to pray. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the city hears it, right? And the city stops. Now obviously, I mean, as you mentioned, not everyone stops and you know goes over and this and that. But like it's very common for people to kind of like close up shop, go to the masjid, this, that, or the other, you know, and like that environment is just so, so different. You know, actually talking about that. I remember my teacher, one of my uh, teachers told me a story about that. He said when his teacher, uh, so uh-huh. my teacher's teacher, when he came to America to just kind of visit to see what the, what it was like, this was like, you know, uh, 70s or 80s or something like that. Um, so it was a long time ago. Uh, and I remember he was saying that, you know, when his teacher was here visiting, that his teacher uh, uh, noticed that, like, you can't hear that event anymore. And he was like, he was like coming from a Muslim country, like this is something you never realize. Uh, like you don't realize the blessing until you're here, right? Uh, and then he was like, Subhanallah, I feel so sorry for the Muslims that are here because if a Muslim was to live in America and to pray their prayers on time, I'm almost certain that they have at least double the reward as a Muslim that's not in America, that's in a Muslim country praying on time. He said, because wow, like, subhanallah, so you don't have the adhan going on. You don't have it's, it's like, like that reminder and the community, you're checking right? Yourself, you're checking yourself yeah. like five times a day. There's no, there's no like, 
the, uh, you know, even peer pressure, right? Because like you could say in like Muslim countries, you do kind of have that peer pressure a little bit, right? Yeah. It's kind of what, what of everyone's course. doing, right? Uh, here, it's like, if anything, it's peer pressure to do the opposite. And you're like striving, striving to build and to, you know, to go, quote unquote, against the grain and to kind of stand up for your faith and this and that. So, it, I mean, it really is. Uh, uh, incredible and you're absolutely correct you know in saying that like the, the Islam that we have here in America and that we kind of grew up with and that we are building and growing is totally different than anywhere else in the world yeah even even other non-muslim countries I mean I mean me and you uh, you know we just we just we came back from Canada not too long ago right <laughs> See, that was a great May- trip Amazing yeah, trip, so amazing trip, amazing trip. I'm moving. So I'm moving fun. there, by dude, the way. Listen, I'm free healthcare. <laughs> dude, free let's healthcare, go. Let's go, <laughs> dude. The whole Canada trip. Do you remember? I was like, I was like hiking up mountains, bro. Dude, I was drugging. I got a bad knee, bro. I was like, dude, forget it, bro. They got free healthcare. Free, free healthcare. Dude, nah, they'll they'll me. figure out a way to bill you, bro. I'm uh, telling nah, you, nah, nah, they, they'll listen. know you're American. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't like, count nah, if bill it's him. another country, but it doesn't happen. They go, send me the bill to America. I'll be like, no, no habla ingles. <laughs> no habla ingles. I, uh, no hablo. No, no hablo Canada. No, but, but dude, seriously, like what, uh, what I wish and, and inshallah, like, you know, this is what I pray for is like being able to go to, you know, a Muslim country to hear mm-hmm. the Adhan. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I've never heard it, right? And like so many Muslims here have like no clue, literally no clue what it's like. All I know is like off of TV. Yeah. Like, and the same thing I kind of do with like, um, because you know, like a lot of people um, can go to like to Umrah a lot or, you know, they go to Hajj a lot and all that. Um, I try to like, not look at pictures or videos right because yeah, i'm like you want it to be like the first time yeah i want to be like yeah. oh, i want to see it and like sure. experience it and like sure. not have that like i can videos and all that stuff. i'm like i can relate 100 percent. i can tell you bro did you have to go for Amra, man you have to go for inshallah, at least inshallah. For Amra, maybe inshallah. maybe we can go together it would be sure. it would be an honor sure. a pleasure it'd be so dude, amazing inshallah i dude I remember the first time I went, not even the first time, every single time I went for Umrah. Alhamdulillah, I've had the pleasure, I think, to go either twice or three times um, yeah. for Umrah, alhamdulillah. And, dude, when you're walking into the Kaaba, and, you know, there's, because there's, they got the pillars, they got the construction on the outside and whatnot. I mean, like, we've seen pictures and whatnot. That's not really, like, a spoiler alert. Like, there's, <laughs> there's those big walls before you kind of get in. Yeah, yeah. And, there's so many people like you can't you can't fathom that amount of people like you can you can try to you can try your best to imagine but i promise you have no idea you have no idea that amount of people and you're just walking walking your head down you have your ihram on right like you're literally just wearing two towels and next thing you know you kind of feel like the sun on your face as if like the ceiling opens up because it does and you step outside and you look up and you see the kaaba for the first time you just, you just, you just want to fall. Like you, it's so surreal every single time. Uh, yeah. And leaving the yeah. cities, Allah, when you have to leave, man, when you have to leave, the heart just wrenches, it wrenches, it wrenches, man. But yeah, dude, I, I, we need to go. 
We need to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll plan a, a, you know, a trip. Home run trip instead of a Canada trip. Dude, for sure. We can, like, <laughs> imagine, dude, like, we go to Canada. Oh, wait, not Canada. We, Canada. <laughs> we already went Canada. We go to Morocco. We spend, like, a week in Morocco, and then from Morocco, go to Omaha. That dude, would be I, dope, bro. I would love a, to just check it out. Vacation. Man, I'm trying to get out of America. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Dude, I want to leave here. <laughs> listen, Morocco, if that's part, I might stay there if we go. I'm you never know, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling and I'm I I'm not biased. You know me, bro. I'm not biased at all. Like I, I say it how it is. Like I don't I don't even care, right? Like but for real though, in a like being one hundred percent unbiased, if I was to ever live in a foreign country, it'd be Morocco. Really? The people there are so incredibly nice. And yeah, but they speak Dorito. <laughs> okay, for starters, for starters, for starters, <laughs> it's Arabic, okay? Just because you can't understand it's, it. It's Arabic Dorito, all right? <laughs> it, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's it's Derija, okay? <laughs> Dorito, same thing, man. I'm saying it's, it's not pure Arabic, bro. It's like it's, French and Arabic. It's for sure not. It's for sure not. But that makes it easier for you, you know? That way you don't have to learn so many words. Hey, you know, nah, I'm trying to learn Arabic, man. You know this. You see literally right behind <laughs> yeah. me, I've got all these Arabic words that I'm memorizing. <laughs> I don't know what any of these things mean. It's so annoying. <laughs> what, what are all of these signs? It doesn't make any sense. Why, why are there dots on the letters? <laughs> no, but Mashallah. like for real though, uh, Morocco though, on the real, on the real, does have one of the best Arabic educations, right? Because yeah, yeah. their because their dialect is so kind of like Dorito, <laughs> it's um they actually try extra hard to like for when they speak like proper Arabic that it's proper uh, proper proper and when they and trying to it, like preserve the yeah Arabic. absolutely yeah. mashallah that's cool so like the the Arabic that they learn in schools and whatnot and that they speak in schools and they speak in like the news and and newspapers and this and that is all like proper fusha like clean Arabic. Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf went to Morocco to learn Arabic, right? Like, it's one of the few countries in the world that still has that. Yeah. Morocco and Mauritania. Dude, did you actually... All right, so I do want to get into your your family a little bit. A yeah, little yeah, bit. yeah, for sure. Because what's so interesting, and this was actually, like, what attracted me to, like, talk to you, because when... When you're when you first come to Islam, yeah. right? Like you you I mean, there's people like that you connect with off the bat, yeah. right? Like yeah, absolutely. and depending on who you connect with, sometimes it's like, all right, the good people, sometimes you got some yeah. weird people. I mean, it just depends who you connect with, right? Yep. But subhanAllah, what really attracted me to and like connected me with you is like, all right, well, one, you were young. Dude, yeah. you were oh wait, when did you first become an imam at MIC? What were you like? 19? 10? Nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> mashallah. Like that's dope, man. Like that's yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Alhamdulillah. And so, like you know, you being young, of course, that like I was like, dang, that's pretty cool, right? Like, and that you grew up in America. <laughs> yeah. So that was a huge connection there. But then, like, I find out I that one, your dad's name beer. is Mark. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen. Don't hate on the beard, all right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll, you'll get there. You'll get there one day. Inshallah. Inshallah. Make No, but, you know, like, your your dad, Mark. his name yeah. was Mark. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, what? His name's Mark. Yeah. And he yeah. converted to Islam. So I was yeah. like, this is really cool. Yeah. 
yeah. And absolutely. so, you know, one thing that I always like, I mean, I, as you know, like I'm having a kid. <laughs> you yep, know what yep, I mean? Like yep, yep, I have my baby girl coming up. Alhamdulillah. Allah, Allah, Allah. Our little princess, man. I'm so happy. Dude, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm a, shook. Dude, I'm going to spoil the heck out of her, bro. Dude, not even. Hey, dude, I, we'll dude, take it. You're Uncle hey, Herbie Derb. Dude, not even a thing, bro. She, she doesn't even understand. You don't even understand, bro. She's about to be my Shum. daughter first, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm so, Insane. you have no idea how excited that. I'm like ecstatic. Like, it's not even like, I'm so Okay, okay, okay. okay like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. nervous, right? Yeah, and right, excited, right. like, all together. Dude, um, you get and to so be it, nervous. It's... That's the thing. Like, because, like, you're, like, stepping into, like, a whole new role of responsibility and whatnot. Like, yeah. I need to just be excited. That's it. I'm so <laughs> stoked right now. Like, like there is, like, I'm so, like, there is nothing, like, nothing could make me happier right now, to be honest. Like, it's, it's amazing. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> To take you by the hand to your jannah. Amen. Amen. Imagine that, man. A little baby girl taking you by your hand to your <laughs> jannah. Allah. Dude, that would. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Man, that'd be. That's you know, thing, and so bro. like, her, her growing up, right? Yeah. You know, it's. It, it's very. It's kind of funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I look at like you. Yeah. And it reminds me like. Of like, inshallah, like my family in a way, like yeah. your family, because yeah, yeah, all right, well, well, not not the, not. I mean, your dad's name's Mark. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. easy, yeah, right, right. 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 And Her he dad's was name's gonna be Mark. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> right. this is amazing. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's like your mom, you know, um, you know, quote unquote. I hate saying this, but you know, like quote unquote, born Muslim, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up in a Muslim household. Yeah. And then having a son. And so, like, obviously, I mean, you're, you grew up in a household where, I mean, your dad isn't, like, a scholar or, you no, know, anything not, like yeah, that, right? Yeah, by any stretch of imagination, yeah. And so, now, I'm, obviously, I'm not a, a scholar. Yeah, definitely anything. not. No, I'm just <laughs> definitely not, not right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, I know he's tried. I mean, he, you know, he, and he tried his best, you know, getting with, you know, learning as much as you yeah, could about the dean. Same as well, you know, on my end, like I'm on, I'm on like crunch time. I feel like, yeah, right. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have Islam when I was little growing up. Yeah. You know, I have yeah. had the last four Allah years, to try and five years it. to get it right. Because yeah. I do want to pass that on, like the right Islam, the right way. Yeah. So, you know, what did, what was it like? growing up like in that dynamic yeah maybe you know kind of like i know it's kind of like hindsight 2020 a little bit yeah, but... yeah yeah absolutely and and you see like what you mentioned there is actually exactly what it is it's 100 what it is it's really hindsight it's 100 hindsight because children only know what their parents tell them right and so you know that experience that you have 
when you like go into a masjid and like if it's a new masjid, right? And people don't know you, people don't recognize you, this, that, or the other. You know, sometimes you'd be like, oh, like, you know, where are you from? Like, you get that, like, quote-unquote convert treatment, right? Yeah, yeah. If, alhamdulillah, so, like, my dad, like, after accepted Islam, we all, we stayed in the same area. Like, he is born and raised in Baltimore, like, in, in, in the Maryland area. We, you know, I was born and raised in Baltimore, you know. So, like, after he accepted Islam, the community kind of knew him. Right. So that dynamic kind of changed a little bit. That's the first thing. Right. The yeah, second yeah. thing, which which naturally changes. Right. Because the second like you have children, you're you really kind of like kind of like are set down somewhere. Right. And once you yeah. once you kind of set down, people get to know you and this and that. And by the time the child is old enough to even remember anything, you know, four or five years old, like four or five years. Like when you say four or five years old, it sounds like, oh, yeah, it's like a child. Right. Like it's literally just a child. But four to five years is such a long time, you know? Yeah. And so, like, you, you really kind of, like, become part of a community. And so for us growing up, like, you know, like I was saying, as you mentioned, hindsight is really, like, the only way to understand it. Because growing up, for us, there was no, like, it wasn't even a thought. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, like, my dad's a convert or, like, this or that. No, like. He's just Muslim. We're just Muslim. Yeah. We just, we just yeah. grew up. Like, it wasn't a thought. It wasn't until, like much much later on you know when i grew up and actually even when i like moved out of baltimore and i came to texas and that like idea and that thought of like oh like yeah my dad did convert to islam right like you can't you know it you know it right and then as you get older you know um I, so you have a relationship with your grandparents you know from my dad's side uh, my dad only has one brother so my uncle uh, you know uncle kenneth uh, and, um, you know, they're not Muslims. So wait, would you say like, so growing up, just to kind of like reiterate kind of what you're saying. So, you know, yeah. growing up, yeah. you didn't kind of, I mean, you knew he came to Islam and converted yes. to Islam, but it wasn't but maybe didn't deal. like know it mentally. Like you didn't understand it. It was just like, I didn't understand the process. We're Muslims already. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. You don't understand exactly. the process. Exactly. 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 Like we're Muslim. It is what it is. But, like, the idea of, like, okay, my dad had to convert to Islam. And whatever struggles may come with that, this, that, and the other, that process. Yeah, no clue. Yeah, no idea. Absolutely yeah. no idea. Until you get, like, older in your teens and whatnot, and it starts, you start going through your own experiences. and You start to feel like, oh, I don't fit here, I don't fit there, I don't fit there. And then you start to kind of slowly put two and two together. But that's, like, a very transformative time of any anyone's life, you know, that kind of, like, young teen to older teens, you know, kind of like, you know, really learning a lot about life there. Uh, you know, like bodies changing and whatnot. Maybe not for you. Yeah. You know. yeah <laughs> but no, like what's interesting is what you said, right? Like that first couple years, right? And, oh, yeah. you know, because we, we get a lot of people who listen to to this, the podcast who are, who are maybe new Muslims or, yeah. you know, converts and all that. Yeah, absolutely. And what you said is so profound and in reality is like, Taking a, a child, right? And yeah. you yourself plugging into a masjid. Yeah. They don't know the difference, right? No, they I mean, don't. not a, they don't. They don't. I mean, and they and you, grow up in that community. Absolutely. So it's like, I mean, and think it's about on, it. Like, yeah. It, I, I was going to say, you, I'm pretty sure you were about to say it's like it's on the parent. Like it's 100%. Yeah. On the 100%. Like, the, exactly. What comes out of it is really on the parent, like how the child's. But what I was going to say was like, think about it. Like, this is the same in any faith, right? I mean, think about parents that like, come into like Christianity or whatever or start becoming quote unquote religious right when they have children and whatnot you know like you yeah, kind of grow yeah. up 
and you're like, oh yeah, my my mom and my dad are like these saints. Like they've never done anything wrong or this or that. Not knowing that they just started praying like last year. You know what I'm saying? Like having children really kind of transforms you like that. Um, and so like that's that's the situation, right? So like when when you grow up going to the masjid. Right. I mean, you don't even have to grow up going to the masjid. When you go to like any new masjid, right, and you're there and you go there for the first time, everyone you see on that first day, you automatically assume that they've been there every single day for the past 30 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like that could be like their first week ever going. Right. And then as a child, when your parents and I can tell you that my parents made this a huge effort, huge, 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 huge effort that we were part of the masjid. Like for. Yeah. And. Not in a weird way, you know, not in a way like we were part of every program or this and that. Like, no, just the Salat. Like, everyone knew my dad, you know. My dad wasn't mm-hmm. afraid to talk to people in this night after Salat. Assalamu alaikum, how are you doing? Assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum. Dude, your dad is like the most friendly guy Dude, I've like ever planet, met. On the planet, on the planet. Every Dude, time I see him. Dude, Subhanallah, yeah. I love my, you, Dad. Man, he's he's yeah, amazing. Mashallah, mashallah. I wish, I wish I had like that personality that my dad has for community work, bro. Like yeah. he just loves talking to people. That's how I yeah. learned to talk to people, right? Because like I hate talking to people. But all <laughs> I had to do was like I just, just like mimic what he did, and I'd be good, right? Like, but yeah, right, so, like, right. Which, I mean, which is a result of you know his own story and whatnot, which is. You know, uh, another story for another day. But um, so like he was, you know, we, my mom and my so dad. So he, he plugged you guys in. I mean, essentially that's what he did. He got you guys. For his own sake and, and then for our sake, right? Like, of course, I can yeah. tell you like, like may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless my mother. Amina, but I mean, I mean, my mom Ameen, Ameen. would wake up every single morning, 30 to 45 minutes before Fajr to wake us up for Fajr slowly and gently. So that we could go to Fajr almost every single morning at the masjid together. And wow, dude, I grew up in Baltimore. I grew up in Baltimore, which means dude, I'm that shook. for like, four months in the year, bro, for four months in the year, my mom would. And this is something you don't like realize how amazing it is as like a child, right? But like as an adult, I'm thinking back and I'm like, I would never do that. <laughs> like yeah. my mom, we, for four months of the year, we would have crazy winters. Yeah, we're in the East Coast, we're up north, right? We, I mean, like, we went through blizzards, snowstorms, ice storms. My mom would wake up half an hour, sometimes even an hour before Fajr to wake up, go outside, and literally scrape a foot of snow off of the van, and then scrape ice off of the windshield and off of the back window, turn on the car, turn on the heat in the car, and then... After all of that, come and wake us up. And then slowly get us out of bed and then tell us to go in the car. The car's already running and it's warm for you. Dang. Every single morning. Mind blown. Seriously. And And, and here, for the people that don't know, like, what time Fejid is, (laughs) what time is Fejid over there in Dallas right now? Uh, Dallas. Or I mean, Fajr, Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma. We pray Fajr at the Meshid at five twenty, so it probably comes in at around five four fifty a.m. Something like that. Yeah. It's so summer. I mean, your mom's yeah. was waking up three forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Four o'clock easy. in the morning. Easy to easy, do this easy. for you guys. Yeah, every single morning. Right? That's amazing. Subhanallah. Never, wow. never a thank you. 
for years because again like as children you don't like you don't recognize you just think it's like oh yeah like we're just going to fudger you know but like for yeah. years every single day may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward her and it was that kind of effort you know and obviously you know my dad would come with us and we would go as a family you know all all of us we would go together as a family every single morning we would pray fudger and we'd come back home on the weekends, we would stay at the masjid. You know, we would play sports at the masjid and this and that. Yeah, and yeah. like when you go every day, the people you see every day, you get to know them. You get to know their families. You get to know their kids. Like you have this community, right? And you never like second guess this idea of like, oh, I'm coming from like a quote unquote different family. Like, no, it's like yeah. we're just all one community family. right we're all yeah. one family like you go to the masjid you see people from different countries in africa you see people from different countries in asia you see people from the subcontinent you see people from like from everywhere right from the middle east like and it's just like we all come and pray you know yeah and yeah. that feeling of family when you come to the masjid is never there unless you build it for yourself that's really what 100 percent and I think that sometimes, in all honesty, sometimes something that's a little bit difficult for like uh, someone who's coming into Islam for the first time to kind of grasp, because like we, you, I mean, we read about like oh, like the the this is how the Prophet family uh, community was. They were very welcoming, this and that. And this, I'm not making an excuse for the Muslim community. I mean, you know, I mean, we've been working together on you know these projects for for literally yeah, years. Yeah, let's you know? be let's be real. Like on one side, we need to do better as a community. Yeah, for but sure. But there is, I, I know exactly where you're going. Like, because yeah. on the other side, there is a point where, you know, someone who comes to Islam yeah. has to take, you know, responsibility one for their own Islam and building like their own community. It's, but it's, it's a joint effort, right? It's 100%. But at effort. the same time, like, I, like, that's something that I had to learn pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, so check this out. I went to, oh, so when, we, when me and my wife, we moved to, Cal, when we, you know, came up here to California, right? Yeah. Um, so being in Dallas, every masjid, like I could walk in, I mean, I had to build it, right? But right, I can right. walk into basically most masjids and I know somebody there, you know? Okay. Um. Most of the time, right? But yeah. I, I never felt like, oh, I'm new here, right? right? Right, 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 right. And it was a transition, you know, obviously from the beginning when I became, when I was, you know, came to Islam, like you, I walked in and didn't know anybody. It just right, felt like right. I was the outsider who came in. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And when I came to California. Yeah. And I walked into the masjid, I didn't know anybody. Right, yeah, I didn't know yeah. one person, and I walked in and I sat there and, and I and I prayed Isha and I sat down and I was like, "Dang, like, yeah, this feels exactly like the like first day, like when I walked into like a masjid, yeah, and I didn't know anybody, and it's yeah. like, man, this is, it's kind of interesting because I was like, man, I thought that would go away, no, right? I and thought here's the thing, and, that's, and, and all that's the way, the wait, 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 like, yeah, like what, what, what I did and what, what I had to constantly think about. I was like, okay, so I sat there and I was like, I feel that, that feeling, right? Like, yeah. oh man, like I'm kind of on my own. Yeah. But I was like, all right, the only way to get out of this is do what I did in, um, Dallas, right? Yeah. Is I've got to build my community, and I've always known you got to find the person who is quote-unquote, the leader, 
that may be the imam. That may be yeah. just the, the other social butterfly guy that you see talking yeah, yeah, to yeah, everybody. Yeah. The loudest person. You got to find him. Yeah. 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 You got to find him. You got to yeah. go up to him and you got to say, hey, salamu alaikum, I'm new here. I don't know anybody. Like, yeah. hey, can you introduce me to some people? Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's tough, but I knew I had to take responsibility. And now it's like I walk into the masjid in Dallas, like after, you know, I mean, here in California, yeah. a week or two, it's like, oh, like, I, I feels like home now, right? Yeah, like absolutely. now I'm connected. Yeah. But it took, it literally took me going out and talking and, and finding, you know, people and just you finding that leader. Your way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. But the, and, but the masjid did their, I mean, the masjid I was at did their part too. Yeah. Right? Because I met some guys and then they were like, oh, hey, you got to meet this brother. Hey, oh, hey, yeah, brother, come on. You yeah, got to yeah. meet this guy. And he, you know, connected yeah, me into yeah, all yeah. these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was. And I think that's definitely what Meshit and Masajid kind of like fall short. But what yeah, I think is like yeah. crazy though is that feeling that you're talking about. And that's what I was trying to say about like the, the, the quote unquote convert experience. Um, yeah. That's not special to converts. Like, yeah, it's I, not. Feel, I feel the same way when I walked into this mission in Oklahoma, like in the middle of nowhere, bro. Yeah. And, you know? and think about it. You are, you're an imam. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like I, you've led yeah, prayers. Like, yeah, you're yeah, at, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. the community oh, leader at, at exactly, in Dallas, like you exactly, were. Exactly, <laughs> right? And like, uh, and and like, it's the same when you go into like literally every single masjid. And that's the, the point that I was trying to make is that like, that's what I felt that my parents did, right? Where they went out of their way to build that family experience that isn't naturally there at the masjid. They learned that we can't expect this to be here. We can't say that this is... This is what we would love to have. We would love to have an environment where everyone feels welcome the second that they come in, right? But understand the psychology of the Muslim community, right? You're talking about a first-generation people. I mean, seventy percent of these people don't even speak English, right? Right? Exactly. You're talking, and it's difficult. Like you think about it from your own perspective of trying to speak English. That's, I mean, speak another language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's tough, and it's it's so hard. It's hard. It's so hard, right? Uh, and then on top of all of that, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. A lot of them are just scared. Hey, 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 what's up, guys? Malik here. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, thank you guys for tuning in to part one of this series with uh, Imam Herbert. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Oh, man, I love that brother. So funny. Um, but a lot of wisdom um, at such a young age, mashallah. And next episode, we're definitely going to start jumping into the whole Christmas talk and, you know, what he kind of saw growing up a little bit more uh, and, and kind of what his parents did to, um, you know, really make sure he was included in the masjid and, you know, kind of his his point of view of how he saw Islam when he was kind of growing up. It's a very interesting conversation. And so, inshallah, inshallah, you guys see, uh, you guys will be around for part two of the interview with uh, Imam Herbert. Again, guys, if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to reach out, ask a question uh, to myself, Imam Herbert, and um, we'll get it answered uh, next time, inshallah. All right, guys, we'll talk to you later. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.